episode three. This is literally our 420 celebration. (sighs) (laughs) This is our 420 talk. Hey, people. (laughs) I swear to God, this is not going to come out on 420, but I And I just want to say, yes, I did partaketh. And yes, I am in a zone. (laughs) Yes, it is 420 people. Well, this is our 420 episode. Hello. And even if it's not 420, you can still celebrate. Okay. That's what I actually would prefer you guys to do. Like when you're at home and you're like winding down your day, like throw this on, you know, get in the bed, you know, after you shower and, you know, after you wipe your ass, get in the bed and just listen and just, you know, go on this journey and this roller coaster with me, you know, this, that's what I want. Or if you're smoking or if you're drinking that glass of wine, like, you know, you know, vibe, 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 but period. Excuse me. This is our 420 episode. Welcome, people, to the third episode of Off the Record. And you can tell that I'm in the zone because I just literally went on a whole tangent. (laughs) Okay, so this episode is more about me. It's titled In My Business because we about to be in my business. So I just thought of something like really cool and was like, okay, how about I pick four easy questions, something just kind of super surface, nothing too crazy, you know, just, you know, random, nice things to know. Four sexual questions, you know, you know, (laughs) and then four deep or thoughtful questions, just to kind of, again, know more about me, to explain why I am or who I am, okay? Did you catch that? I hope you did. But like I said, this is our 420 celebration, people. So I'm going to need everybody to pick up their wine, pick up their blunts, and relax. Put down your phone and just relax and let's have a fun. I feel like this is like, again, I feel like this is a nighttime show like this is almost like this is my late night show tonight right period we're gonna speak that into existence because i want that to motherfucking happen but (laughs) this is that you know so just chill just chill like this is my i want everybody to like vibe 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 (laughs) i'm literally keeping all this shit i don't give a fuck this is hilarious because this is my 420 episode i mean i gotta Okay, so like I said, it was four easy questions, a super surface, you know, just more, just kind of general, more general questions, four sexual questions, and then four deep and or thoughtful questions. So I actually just want to go ahead and jump straight in. So my first question for the first four, uh, if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Um... And I, you know, some of them I'm going to go into depth. Some of them I'm not because it's just a question. But because there's some that I would like to expand on. So, you know, Uh, but three wishes. Hmm. 
I think I would wish for like unlimited money, like money for money to never be an option or to never be a worry. Money to never be a worry. Um, I would wish for just great emotional and physical health and mental health. And I don't know what that third wish would be. Like, I don't really know. Because I'm high and I can't think. <laughs> I really don't know. Third, My third wish. I don't know. Next question. What is your favorite movie? Okay, so. I have. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this is my favorite movie. Because I just love this movie. And I think I can never ever get tired of watching it. Well, it's two I feel like that are tied. And I feel like they're tied for different reasons. But they're, they're tied. So my first. I guess just they're both. I would rank them. But they're equal. But I'm going to rank them. Even in their equal. You know, even being equal, I'm going to rank them, right? So, it would be Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, number one. The original version, uh, the Johnny Depp version is... uh, It's okay, but it's not given what Gene Wilder was given in 1972. Or it was 71, one of those. But that is my favorite movie, probably. But again, these are equal, but you know, whatever. And then, my second is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Hello, let's talk about a classic. Let's talk about a fucking classic. The Nightmare Before Christmas is literally a classic. Like, if you don't like that movie, your mom is a hoe. Like, I just don't know what to tell you. That movie is greatness. And it's a classic. I mean, how can you hit a classic? I mean, come on. Okay. Uh, next question. What's the most important thing you've learned from a celebrity? Ooh. I would say the most important thing that I've learned from a celebrity would be that there's power in being authentic. That there's power in owning and knowing who you are, what you want, what you want to do, what you're here to do. I think there's power in that and in, in that authenticity of being yourself and just allowing yourself to enjoy things and experience just all that life has, has to offer. Just living and being your authentic self. And I think I've learned that from many people over time, but in particular, I feel like I really learned that from Cardi, Cardi B. And um, one show that I really credit a lot for, too, for me, is The Women of The Real. I love The Real. This is like a whole side conversation. (laughs) But I love The Real. I love The Real. I love Lonnie Love. I love Adrian Bailon. Well, now Adrian Houghton. uh, uh, Garcelle Beauvais and Jenny Mai. I think they have such a great chemistry. And then especially this past season, season eight, it's going to be their last season. But that show has helped me understand so much about myself. I don't know. I love that show. Sorry, that's just a side note. But so I've I've, I've really learned that from Cardi and really those women on the real. That's why I brought them up because I feel like they've helped me understand a lot of stuff. So I love them. If they ever come across this, Garcelle especially. Oh, I love her. And I got her book and I still got to finish it. Okay. So now we're on the last question of the easy questions. And it is, if you decided to run for president, what would be your slogan? 
Now, honestly, if I must say, I do have a weird dream of running for some kind of government office, mayoral office. I have no idea why, but I really feel like I want to get into politics at some point in my life. Like, I I just feel like I have this, like, love for people and... I feel like I would just want to help so many people. Like, I would want to champion and fight for so many people as I could. Like, I I just feel like so serious about that and so in so many different ways. But if I had a slogan, I think it would just be, I don't know, let's see. If I had a slogan, it'd probably be like, an America for all, because I would literally try. I mean, of course, I think it's impossible to really live up to that, because if you do one, this, if you do something on this side, this side's gonna not like it. You go something over there, the other side's not gonna like it. You're never gonna please everybody. Like, that just has to be a realistic under understanding that you're not gonna please everybody. I mean, everybody's not gonna like it, but I would just try to work for the best quality of life so yeah fuck that so yeah um, an america for all ashton martin an america for all you know i really do want to run though for real like dead ass like one of these days i, I really do want to try my hand at it <laughs> okay so now we're moving on to the sexual question so there's four questions in each section so the first section was the easy surface questions now we're on to sexual So, the first sexual question is, what would an erotic vacation look like for you? Ooh, an erotic vacation. So, I'm assuming an erotic vacation is just a vacation where you're just going to have sex the whole time. Or you're going away, I'm assuming with someone that you like, a partner, a fuck buddy, a a husband, a wife, whatever. You know, you're going away with someone to have this erotic vacation, to enjoy each other. And so if I could plan mine, an erotic vacation for me would look like somewhere with a very nice view, like preferably on like a hill, like a hilltop house. And it's like has a beautiful overlook of whatever city we're in or like we're in a cabin that's like up top i don't know just something with a really nice fucking view that we can just sit out like on the like deck and just talk and drink and enjoy the life and freshness of outdoors but also kind of have an intimate moment and like happen fuck like fuck outside fuck (laughs) overlooking the view like hello that's kind of fucking like sexy and i would sorry i'm just crunching and bunching and so much shit but that's sexy to me. I would totally do that. I, yes, that is a hot ass idea. And <laughs> I like shit like that. I, I'm bougie. So I like, I have to have a little, you know, class to it. <laughs> that's, I'm just bougie. Uh, the next question, uh, which do you like more dirty talk via text or dirty talk in person? Ooh, I really kind of don't care. (laughs) Like, I could take either or. Like, I honestly could maybe do dirty talk and text a little more because I think there's some kind of, uh, I don't know, It's there's some kind of thing about knowing that they're not with you and they're thinking about you and it's kind of like, what are you doing? Well, what are you doing? And Well, I mean, we don't say that no more. Now it's just like, can I see your butthole 
know, that's what they say now, you know, that's what, that's what people are asking now, they're not asking, you know, what are you wearing, they're like, bitch, pull them legs open and let me see that pussy, that's what they're saying that's what they're saying now excuse me this episode is very vulgar i just want to throw that out there but this is me hey i'm relaxing and enjoying so yeah like i could do i mean it really doesn't matter because i like expressive people like i want you to tell me how you want it how you like it what you like what you want to do like I, i like to know that i don't like to just i want to know that you're engaged as much as me there we go. I want you. I want to know that you like what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So, I, hey, I could take either one. Either or. All right, next question. At what age? Question number three. At what age did you first masturbate? <laughs> now, when I saw this question, <laughs> I decided, I, I thought about it for a little bit. And I was like, do I really want to tell? this story and to be honest i really don't care about telling the story (laughs) like i don't care i don't care to not share so i actually first learned to masturbate because my brother's friend i don't want to put anybody's name in (laughs) i don't want to put anybody's name in but my brother's friend I, i don't know i guess he got caught by his dad like masturbating jacking off and (laughs) <laughs> they were like clowning him, <laughs> you know, like, oh, you were beating your meat, you was beating your meat, you know. <laughs> and so I was like, hmm, like what? Like, I wonder how that feels. <laughs> I was like, I wonder how that feels. Like, I've never done that. Like, it just kind of gave me an idea. So I literally went home, <laughs> went upstairs, went to the bathroom. And I laid on the floor and I literally just, (laughs) I literally just started, (laughs) I just started masturbating until, you know, you know, and I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. You know, you got to love yourself. That is important. I want to put that in this episode you have to love yourself i feel like masturbation is so like it's a funny story he he ha ha because i was young but like now i think it's so important to talk about masturbation because it's normal like it's normal it's natural it's okay you can still masturbate even within a relationship because sometimes you have to please yourself it's okay like i feel like that's such a weird topic sometimes because people don't want to admit that they do it. But it's okay. Like, it's literally not that deep at all. So, I want to say that. Play with yourselves first. You know, play with yourselves first and enjoy yourself, period. <laughs> okay, so now we're on to question number four. Ooh, question number four. Does sexual experience matter? Now, this is a very interesting question. And again, when I saw this question, it immediately kind of triggered a response for me. So I was like, okay, I want to do it. Because I think this is a very interesting question to get into. Because, and I'm not going to spend all day on it. But I think, I think yes and no. And I'm going to say yes and no because, sure, I think everybody wants someone to basically know the fundamentals of what they're doing, right? But I feel like at the end of the day, they've never done it with me. And so it's like, I have my own thing 
and not saying that I'm just slinging, you know, I'm the hash slinging slasher and just busting them down. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, I have, I don't know, I have a, you know, I have, like, I don't know, I, I feel like people, real grown individuals, and I, I interpret this as sexual experience, I guess, means, like, how many people they've slept with. I mean, there's many ways, I guess, you can digest this, but that's kind of what I took it as when I first saw it. And I feel like mature people don't care about body count. And I really wish that would really stop being a thing, because who really cares? Like, I feel like that is so stupid for me to judge someone because they had a high body count or they had a lower body count. Like, what the fuck? Who cares? Why does that matter? What matters about that? I just don't understand why that's so important to people. I mean, sure, I guess if you want to know, sure. But why would that change? Like, okay, you find the answer and then now what? Does that change how you feel about the person? Because if it does... That's stupid. And now, I mean, if it's nothing astronomical. Now, if you're saying you have like 20,000 women or something, baby, now let's have a seat and let's talk about what's going on because <laughs> you need some help because what the fuck? But I mean, just a normal person, who cares? I just feel like it's really not that big of a deal. So that's what I took the, you know, I took the question as. And I think people let body count go, please, for the name of Jesus. Please, my lord, let that shit go. Whew, let it go. Okay, so now we're on to our last little chunk, which is four deep and thoughtful questions. Ooh, deep and thoughtful. Thought-provoking, you know? We love that. We love that over here on Off the Record. So, <coughs> so the first question of question number four is what was the biggest lesson from your worst breakup? Whew, again, another question that triggered an interesting response for me. And I immediately, was, immediately felt like I wanted to jump into this. So, I think really, again, the biggest lesson that I learned from my worst breakup was to love myself first. Why... Did I spend all this time trying to convince someone that I was worthy of love when I should have loved me more than them the entire time? And that was a, for whatever reason, that was a hard pill to swallow because I really just feel like I'm so giving. I, I, I have a giving spirit. Now, to some people, they probably listen to this like, what the hell? But I do. I really feel like I have a giving spirit of like really genuinely wanting people to feel good, be good, love themselves, you know, find value in themselves. But within all that, I feel like I was neglecting that of myself. And I spent all this time trying to convince this guy, I mean, trying to convince this guy that he and I should be together. And I think it just, oh, well, that we should be more. And I just think it came to a place where it just wasn't worth it anymore. Like, at some point, I had to care about me. And I and I wasn't. And I was just giving all of my energy or trying to give all my energy to someone who didn't want it. Someone who didn't want it. And I should have loved myself enough to know when to have cut that off. When to have had cut that off. 
so that was my biggest le- that was my biggest lesson and it was the lesson that that saved my life you know really so it was a, a god wink maybe for that to have happened but that was uh, the biggest lesson absolutely Ooh, that was a deep one Ooh, okay so <laughs> question number two uh what personal accomplishment are you most proud of and I honestly could almost cry about that one because it I, I think people really don't know a lot about my, about me, you know, and about just so many of the things. Sorry, I'm turning this fucking page, <laughs> but so many things that I've just really gone through that has really changed the way I see myself and how I see myself in the world and just one thing I'm so proud of, honestly, is taking the step for this podcast. Like, I had talked about it for so long. Like, oh my god, my friends can literally vouch for that. I have talked about this for so long, and I was just so nervous to give myself to people, you know? Like, are people gonna like it? Do people care? Will people think of me different? And then I really began, got to a place where you motherfuckers don't even like you. You motherfuckers don't even like yourselves, like, at all. So why the fuck do I care what you have to say about me? Like, I, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, thank you. (laughs) Literally, like, okay, and I'm done with this conversation, and I'm going back to my life. I really am at a place where I don't care. Like, (laughs) I'm me, and I I learn. And, And just saying I'm me doesn't mean that just love me how I am, because, no, there's some nasty things about me. You know, there's nasty things that I've done, I've said. So, yeah, I'm not completely perfect. I'm not completely perfect either, you know, but yeah, but I'm so proud of the fact that I really launched this podcast and I'm just enjoying this process so much. I feel like it's been so therapeutic for me in so many ways in my life to be able to share and have people really connect with it is pretty fucking cool. I have to say it's pretty fucking awesome. Okay, so on to question number three of our uh, last round of questions. What three words would you use to describe yourself? Hmm. Oh, that is a deep one. Three words I would use to describe myself. Okay. I would say that I am funny because I honestly, I crack myself up. I literally laugh at... I talk to myself every day. I don't give a fuck if y'all think that's weird. I do. I have full conversations with myself. (laughs) I talk to myself, baby. I am my own best friend, okay? Uh, But, yeah, I I would call myself funny. I think I'm hilarious. I know that's probably crazy to say about yourself, but I think I'm funny. Like, what the fuck? I can't think I'm funny? (laughs) Okay, so I think I'm funny. Um... Number two, I would say genuine. You know, I really am a genuine person. Like, whether it's good or bad, I I really, I really am myself. I show up as myself and I try to be authentically me. Yeah, again, sometimes it's not always right. Sometimes I might overstep my boundaries. I might, you know, unintentionally make someone feel inferior or feel upset by something I said. But I feel like I have a genuine heart. I only want to see people do well. I really don't have a jealous or hateful bone in my body. I just don't. I always want everybody to do good because why the fuck would I not? 
Like, what would I get out of my friends not, you know, failing in life? What, what fucking shit would that be? Like, what, why would I even want to be your friend? You know, why would I want to be your friend if I want to see you fall? That's fucking stupid. Like, ugh. But I have a genuine heart. Like, I feel that I really try to do everything. Not everything, but most stuff. <laughs> I mean, I gotta be honest. With most <laughs> most stuff, with just genuine intention. And if I ever tell you I love you, or I really share something personal, I- I'm being genuine. Well, I mean, I'm being genuine most of the time. That's what I'm saying. I show up as myself. And, and people either like it or don't. I've had both. So, yeah. You know, it just, I but I have to be me. Um, and the last word. Okay, so I said funny slash hilarious <laughs> and then genuine. Uh, the last word, maybe, ooh, that, um, I'm going to say, hmm, ooh, I, that is a hard one. I'm going to say maybe, I'm going to say maybe just like headstrong or something. I don't fucking know for like lack of a better word, because I was going to say confident, but I haven't always been confident. So I wouldn't say that like now I feel confident, but before, mm, no. And then I was going to say like headstrong. Wait, what word did I say? Didn't I? Okay. I think I did say that. See, it's 420 people. We don't remember. (laughs) We don't remember shit we said two minutes ago. Like that. (laughs) That's how it's going over here. Okay, you know what? Just that third word. I'm just going to say honest. So, honest. Honest. I am honest. I try to be honest with people around me. I try to live honestly. Honest. You know, and again, I'm not saying... By calling myself honest, I'm not saying I'm not a liar. Because I think everybody's lied. Like, okay, we're fucking human. But I think, again, for the most part, I'm straightforward. I like to be straightforward. I like to be straight up. I like to have no gray areas because what the fuck? Like, let's just talk and figure this shit out, you know, whether we end up doing this side or that side. Like, what's up, you know? So, yeah, I would say those are three words I would describe myself as. So, funny slash hilarious, genuine and honest. Yeah, I, I, I try to be as honest as... It can be because I think honesty is beautiful. People connect with honesty and uh, realness. <clears throat> Absolutely. All right. And our last question of the night. These have actually been pretty good questions. Like, I feel like I've said a lot tonight. Uh, and then the last question of the night. What's question number four? What's something that you would never change about yourself? Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. Something I would never change about myself is just how I am. I was going to say my personality. So, yeah, my personality, how I am. I Again, I am such a person. I love to have a good time. I love to see my friends succeed. I want people to be happy and feel confident and feel secure. I want people to feel seen. Like, that's just my being. Like, I, that's literally who I am. I'm very much like my mother. My mother is a lot like that. And I just, I take after her in that way. 
I love to support people and really just pour into people because I think it's important. I think it's important to be kind and to encourage people because people have it fucking hard out here. Like you might think your shit is difficult, but there's somebody else that literally is like dying to be in your shoes. You know what I mean? Like, and not saying that as like any kind of cockiness or anything, but it's, it's, it's just a fact of, I think you, I think we're all more alike than different. And it's just, it takes nothing to be there for somebody, you know, maybe just, to pick up a, 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 the phone call and just talk or call. Like, I just feel like that's something I would never change about myself. You know, it does get hard. And I have cut back a lot on being there for everybody because that is an overwhelming pressure. But I think I love that about me as well, though. I love that. I, I, I love to stay connected to people because I, I feel like we learn so much with each other. We grow so much with the, with each other by just talking and experiencing and sharing life, you know, and I, and I think that's beautiful. I, I, I just, I love it. And I will never change that about myself ever. I will go through this entire life being the same, being curious, fucking George asking a million and 30 questions because I care because I care. And because I want to know because I care. And I want to be there for people because I, I think it's important, but I'm also now learning that it's just as important for them to, for me to require them to be there for me. You know, I can't just pour, pour, pour into them. I have to also take time for myself and encourage myself and uplift myself. But that's one thing I would never change about me. I love that. I love, I love that. I love people. I love that. I, I don't know. I love that. That's that's a good thing about me. I think my personality. I, I'm funny. I'm cool. I love to chat. I love to get to know people like deep on deep levels. I like to really figure out how why people are the way they are because we're also interesting. And again, we're we're so much more alike than different. <sighs> Man, well, this was actually a super fun episode to record. Like, this was fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm actually glad that I did this. Yeah, I just feel like hopefully you kind of learn a little bit more about me and just about my life and things I like and things I don't. And, you know, I just, you know, it's me. It's my podcast. Welcome to my fucking world, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to my world. (laughs) But again, I just want to say, I always say it, but I want to continue to say thank you for all the love and the support that you guys have shown this podcast. I mean... I just don't even know what to say. Like, it just every time I get a, a notification and a message and a DM or a text or an email or, you know, Facebook message, Twitter comment, it, it just really warms my heart because I'm so glad that people can feel and connect to my journey and my stories. Because, again, we're all so much alike than we are different. And it's okay to share because sharing helps. Sharing helps people feel seen, helps people feel understood. And that's so important. I think a lot of the times we fight these battles and we're fighting because we want to feel seen. We want to feel heard. And we should. And that's what sharing does. Sharing helps. Sharing is hard. You know, sometimes being that first person to share, that is hard. But I think that's important. You know, we, we want to connect. We want someone to understand our pain in some degree, right? We, all, we always want someone to understand certain things about us. And I think it's important for us to share as a community and as people 
to help each other because it, again this life is fucking hard shit this shit is hard and nobody has to be here but we're fucking here so let's figure it the fuck out and let's just fucking help each other man all right this was a very good episode but i am high and i'm gonna actually go partake of um, a little more. <laughs> but I just want to say again, thank you to, for all the love and support of the podcast. I swear to God, it makes me so happy. And please, please share with people. Pass pass any of these episodes on to someone that may be going through something that might need a word of encouragement. Especially with episode one, episode two. You know, I don't know. Just share this shit. Like, send this to anybody that loves podcasts. You know, let's take this shit. Let's do this fucking shit, man. Okay, let's do this fucking shit. Okay. (laughs) All right, babies. Damn. Another episode in the books. All right, my guys. Again, thank you guys so much for the love and the support. Please, 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 please take care of yourselves. And I'll fucking talk to you motherfuckers later. Peace.